Be your beliefs and faith what they are under whatever title you think best. What better is there than to have living proof of a living God within you, always present, never absent, ready, willing, anxious, desiring to leave you of aches and pains, prolong life to its full span, to make existence more pleasant and harmonious, which will place you in coordination with itself, which is within you in superabundance if it can get through obstructions and impediments, which exist between it and your body. Every chiropractor, whether he realizes or not, every time he corrects the impediment between the living God and man, is an apostle of that living God, bringing into reality the living intellectual God from above, permitting it to work through the living material bodies of all mankind. It is a living, provable God and man, the very soul and law of his being. <clears throat> what greater joy hath man that to know he's making possible an explanation of the superior God into a human living God because of what he does, as he does it, when he does it, to get sick people well. I love that line, what greater joy, because I'm just going to give you an example <clears throat> of three things that happened this week that will completely illustrate the joy <clears throat> you can get if you're in the kind of practice that I run. <clears throat> so we've been seeing this one young girl who is <clears throat> five years old and is not walking. Multiple issues going on with her, but she's not walking. And I've been seeing her for several months, and the dad uh, comes in the other day <clears throat> and, and says, uh, guess what my daughter said to me the other day after she got adjusted? I said, what? And I said, dad, I want to walk. So that's all we've been doing now since that adjustment is we're walking. And he said, watch. He said, you want to walk? And she shook her head, and he just walked her around the office. Right? Here's a girl who, when I first met her, she could not, you, you put her legs down like this, holding her up underneath her armpits, you put her legs down, she would just flop down like this. And she's had four years of physical therapy and all this other stuff, right? So it's several months of chiropractic care. It's not me, right? This is, this is not the Drew Ribbon Show. This is the chiropractic show. This is the amazing power of the body. When the power is released, right? What he's saying is, what greater joy has man to know he's making possible an explanation? The explanation is, <clears throat> when you release the power that's in there, then the body can work the way it's supposed to. Right? Because here's some little munchkin who's been getting care from other sorts of health providers, <clears throat> and it's been good and it's been important to build up the strength, etc. It's not, not in any way belittling it. But what she needed is to get connected. Right? When she got connected, now that made the real difference. <clears throat> that made the real difference. So that's the first, the first story. Second story. New patient comes in who um, is pregnant. She's like 20-something weeks pregnant. And <clears throat> she tells me her, her birth story of her first child, which was the typical birth story I hear from most mamas who come in and well, their second babies is, oh, you know, it was like a 40-something hour labor, ended up emergency C-section. I see this all the time, all the time, all the time. <clears throat> so yesterday she comes in for report of findings, and um, what I usually do in report of findings is I show them the spine with a pelvis, and I say, your pelvis is like this, it's tilted like this, and have you heard the phrase, the baby's gonna get stuck? She said, yes, that's what happened to me. 
I said, well, the whole idea of chiropractic is to make your pelvis from this to this, because now, and I tilt the pelvis like this, and I show her the opening. I say, now this pelvis is much different than the tilted pelvis opening. So, and what I have, I have this thing, and I recommend you guys do this, even in clinic and stuff, is that after your first adjustment, you always call your patients, even if they're a student, a fellow student, you call them, and you don't ask, how are you feeling? Because that's not what you're interested in finding out. What you ask is, what did you think about the experience? That's what you ask. Don't say, how are you feeling? Because then you're just setting yourself up for, I'm a doctor who takes care of pain. I say, what do you think of the experience? She said, I think the experience is really great. And after I left, I called my OOB and I said, I want to have a VBAC, a vaginal birth after cesarean. She said, I've been considering it, but I'm really afraid. What you told me, yeah, you know, this morning, what you told me convinced me I could do this. So she's gonna go, for, she said, and I hope it's gonna work. I said, I, I, it's gonna work, you know why? Because it works with every other person I've seen. Everybody says, I wanna have a VBAC, they have a VBAC. If you say you want that, and you picture that in your brain, and I help you get to that by giving you the best pelvis, the best spine, brain, and nerve system we can, then it's gonna happen. I told this story, what happened a few weeks ago. Six weeks ago, we had a mama who had come in six months before that with the same basic kind of story. You know, very challenged first uh, labor, emergency, ended up emergency section, and she wanted to have a VBAC. And <clears throat> the, the doctor had explained to her towards the end when she was at 39 weeks, you're not gonna be able to be back by changing my mind. Uh, you're too high risk. And she came in crying, and we talked to her, and I said, you can just try. And she tried, and she had the baby in four hours. Right? So talking about a very successful feedback. So I said, so you can do this. If she can do this, you can do this. And she said, yes, that's why I'm gonna do this. Right? So there's another amazing story. And then here, this is a little funny, but this is the truth. So <clears throat> I'm gonna show you something here. So, a mama comes in on, mon on uh, Monday. It's one, one of the first few adjustments with her little baby, who's a couple of months old. And she said, my baby has all this trouble with constipation. <clears throat> and he hasn't gone to the bathroom in four days. He's very uncomfortable. And <clears throat> I know you talked about how like, the nerves go into like, the intestines and stuff. And maybe you can do something. I said, well, you know, there's not like a poop adjustment, right? There's not like a button or something. However, every time I adjust your child, I'm always checking how the brain and nerve system is working, and we're going to check this particular area in the lower back over here with a special judgment called Logan, which you probably went over in Special Pops, and if you take the advanced technique class, you'll go over it again. So we do this great adjustment called Logan, so we're still, if, if it's necessary, if the child is subluxated out of alignment in that area, we're gonna do that which the child was, so we adjusted the baby, and she said, so what should I expect that? And he said, I have no idea. I don't know if it's gonna, I don't, my, the goal, I can't, like, it's not predictable like that. That's not how chiropractic works. But I know I worked, I allowed for the nurse system to work the way it's supposed to. What's gonna happen now is up to the baby, right? So she comes in yesterday, and she shows me this picture. <clears throat> and she said, guess what? And I said, I think I'm looking at it. And she said, yes. She said, 30 minutes after we left, the baby had this massive bowel movement. <clears throat> and it was, it, I, this is a lot of poop for a little baby, uh, a baby this size. That's why she put her hand there to show the size. She said, I sent this picture to my husband because the you know, baby's been constipated for months 
and you, in one adjustment, were able to like change how this kid went to the bathroom. And then 30 minutes after that, the baby went to the bathroom again. And now the baby's going to the bathroom every couple of hours the way it's supposed to. Right? So, I know it's kind of gross to look at, but I told you you're going to see these things. People are going to show you this stuff. So, when I look at this, and it says, what greater joy, right, is because we are getting rid of the obstructions and the impediments. And that's what I want you guys to think about, right? When you say, like, you're up at 7 in the morning going, oh my God, what am I up to doing up at 7 in the morning for these ridiculous classes? You're getting up for this kind of stuff. You're getting up to have that greater joy in your life because I can't think of anything I'd rather do than have moms tell me about their babies pooping about moms who are pregnant tell me about how they want to have a feedback, about dads telling me that their little girl who hasn't been able to walk in five years finally starting to walk, right? Like, I can't think of, plumbers don't talk like this, right? Not that there's any wrong plumbers, you know, pl pl very important, you know, very important profession. <clears throat> but I don't think that they get the same kind of joy and satisfaction of like hooking up a toilet as we do with adjusting a child with adjusting a pregnant mom. <clears throat> so when you're wondering in the middle of a midterms and you're wondering during OSCEs and you're wondering during boards like, oh God, like what am I doing? Here? Like is there a, like, yes, this is the light at the end of the tunnel. This is why you're doing what you're doing. You're not doing this just so you can get a degree. You're not doing this just so you can create $200,000 in student debt. You're doing this so you can change people's lives. You know, one person at a time. How magnificent a life is that? With, and I'm using it with my hands. Like, I don't, like, you know, if you think about a dentist, a dentist has to buy all this equipment. They have a chair and drills and all the other things, right? What do I need? This. This, I need this in my brain. And a phone, you could just use a cell phone, people. I mean, you could, very minimal to start a practice, right? I even have, some interns who've graduated who have started mobile practices in their area, right? So they had they 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 bring a they have a portable table in their like trunk and they, people come in and they fit them. Why not? I'm telling you, what we have is amazing, and the, the joy that you have by <clears throat> removing those impediments and obstructions, there I can't think of anything else. Right. And I want you to, to dig deep into that when you guys are having those the challenging times. You know, the finals are now the next big hurdle, and, and you know, CLET exams, and you know, all these other IRATs. I know what you guys go through. You know, we've been through all the same kind of stuff. But this is why you're doing what you're doing. Like, my interns sometimes come in, like, oh, it's so hard. Yes, it is hard because of this. This is what you get to do for the rest of your life. So you put it in the effort now, and then the rest of your life, you have this amazing joy that you get to bring to yourself, that you get to bring home, that you get to bring to your patients, that you get to talk about. Like, this is why you're doing what you're doing. And I just wanted to share that with you.